foundations of amateur radio. On Thursday, the 20th of April 2023, at 04.17.56 UTC, the world was subjected to a rare event, a hybrid solar eclipse. In Perth, I experienced a partial eclipse, and people lucky enough to be directly in line, places like Ningaloo Reef, Exmouth and Barrow Island, experienced a total eclipse. Timor Lest had the experience of the peak total eclipse. At the time, I went into my shack and refreshed the Whisper or Weak Signal Propagation Reporter beacon map I have open, and noticed that my beacon wasn't reported. I sagely nodded my head. That makes sense. No sun, no propagation. And I got on with my life. Last week, a fellow amateur, Will, Victor Kilo 6 Uniform Uniform, asked if anyone had any VK6-specific HF propagation reports to make. Being the data geek that I am, I thought to myself, Aha! I can do some data analytics on the Whisper data set that I have. So, the die was cast for a few enjoyable hours of importing 2.4 gigabytes of compressed data into a database and constructing a set of SQL queries to see what I could learn. Before getting stuck in, I spent a few hours thinking about the problem. How could I go about doing this? Propagation information is notoriously fickle. You have to consider the obvious things like the solar index and the geomagnetic index, which vary considerably. Then there's the nature of the various reports themselves. Not everyone has their beacon on all the time. Not everyone has their receiver on all the time. Weekends are more popular than weekdays, and popularity overall is growing exponentially. The solar cycle is on the way to its peak, so there's that variation to consider, and if that's not enough, how should you compare the signal-to-noise ratio between weak and strong beacons? With all that in hand, I set about constructing a plan. I created a folder to hold my charts and SQL queries, intent on uploading that to GitHub when the work was done. For my very first test, I thought I'd count the number of reports per band in a 24-hour window around the eclipse. I imported all the Whisper records that had a VK6 call sign, either as the transmitter or the receiver, given that I was interested in learning if stations transmitting from VK6 could be heard elsewhere and inversely could VK6 stations hear any other stations. As my first effort, I created a scatter plot to get a sense of what kind of numbers I was looking at. The initial result was interesting. Around the eclipse itself, there was no propagation. This wasn't unexpected, since that's what I'd seen on the day, at the time, on my own map. I changed my data to use a cumulative count per band to see if any band was particularly different, and then discovered that there was no propagation at all, on any band. That seemed odd. So I had a look at the source data and discovered a gap, which accounted for what my chart was showing. I added a fake record for the eclipse time itself, just so I could see where on the chart this gap was. Turns out that for VK6 stations, the gap is just over five hours, but it's not centred around the eclipse. There's a four-hour window before the eclipse and a one-hour window after it. Then I started looking at all the reports from across the world. To give you a sense of scale, across April 2023, the data set has nearly 139 million rows. It's 12 gigabytes in size. By contrast, in March of 2008, when the first report started, there were just over 93,000 reports in a 7 megabyte file. 
Charting this shows exponential growth, hitting a million reports in July of 2009, 10 million reports in January of 2016, and 100 million reports in October of 2021. So, the eclipse and global propagation. The results came in and the reports are that there was no propagation on any band at any point during the just under 2 hours and 12 minutes before the eclipse and the 38 minutes following it. That, or the whispernet.org database, was down during the eclipse. So, unfortunately, I cannot tell you what propagation was like during the eclipse since it appears that those records don't exist. Looks like we'll have to wait until 2031 when we can try this again. We'll all be a little older and wiser by that time, and perhaps we can come up with a way to ensure that the global central Whisper data server is running without downtime, scaled to match the growing requirements, and paid for by a benevolent organisation with deep pockets. I did start considering making lemonade from my lemons and charting the kinds of downtime the Whisper server has, but just looking over the various discussion groups showed that this is going to be painful. On the plus side, I learnt about some over and lag functions in SQL, so there's that. I must confess that if we're going to seriously use Whisper as a propagation analysis tool, we need to fix these kinds of issues. I have no doubt that running whispernet.org is a massive enterprise, and that it costs real time and money to make that happen. So, who's up for the challenge? And will the real owner of whispernet.org please raise their hand? Finally, if by chance you are running a Whisper receiver during the 2023 solar eclipse, you might want to consider looking at sharing your logs, since they're potentially the only record still remaining. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima, Alpha Bravo.